This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That was maybe the most insane clock we've ever had on my end. Super insane, yeah. Super Insync, Mecha Lance Bass. Uh, hold on, hold on. We can do room tone, but these are all the all the kaiju boy bands. Hey, JPC and Adel, can uh, I talk yeah. to you yeah. first really a quick second? Sure. Um, you guys told me today that we had a guest coming on the podcast. Okay. And um, it is, to me, it does look like a golden retriever dressed in human clothes. There's no rules in the podcasting manual that says we can't have a dog as a guest, Aaron. Wow, I thought that you'd say that more elegantly. <laughs> Aaron, can I just can I also just say, you claim that this is a golden retriever dressed in human clothes. Yeah. I would say... All clothes are like human clothes because animals don't wear clothes. So well, it's there's, like there's sometimes little raincoats that are made specifically for dogs that wouldn't by the dimensions of a human. Humans, they're made by humans. I would argue that we see animals on our own image, and that's why we put them mm-hmm. in the clothes of humans. Aaron, can I say something that's going to um, make you feel pretty bad? Always. <laughs> um, before last weekend, this dog was just a retriever. Then this dog went to Tokyo. And uh, let's just say that it did well. It placed. Oh, I see. I see what you did. But you also just admitted that it was a dog. You guys, you can't keep doing this. Shoot. Okay. Shoot, 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 shoot. Well, dog has just got in reverse, so. All right. I'm going to give this dog uh, one riddle, and if he gets it, then. No, the the jig is up. The jig is up. All right, Lucky. Here's the steak that we agreed to, and some old chicken bones, and some pizza crust. Oh, Oh, new chicken bones. How am I going to get new chicken bones? Talk to my lawyer. <laughs> Damn it. He's got a great lawyer. It's, no, I'm uh, saying talk to my lawyer. He has new chicken bones. Oh, he's got the new chicken bones. Okay, yeah. great. Good. Yeah, GBC, have, do you, now that you've had a little time to brainstorm, what's the name of his lawyer? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I didn't necessarily have a lot of time to brainstorm because people were- Oh, yeah, were, take your time. Adel people were talk talking to me. Else. Oh, yeah, you talking um, about something else. Hey, Adel, when was the last time you got a haircut? Uh, 1994. Alan awesome. Barkowitz? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you needed more time. I did. I needed more time. Needed more time I'm a good, her. good boy who will roll over for riddles at Orify. I'm going to sit patiently waiting for my owner to return, JPC. And there's nothing in the rules that say <laughs> dogs can't do riddles. Aaron Keefe. Yay. It's Aaron, air ever, riddles. Aaron, have you ever put Lou in clothes? Have I have I ever put Lou in clothes? Yes, I have. What's Mostly Lou's hats. reaction? Um, she'll let just about anything happen. Um, oh. She's just happy to be here. Um, she, I put her, uh, well, this is going to sound like I'm scarier than I am. 
or it's perfect advertising for how scary I am. Um, when I uh, took Lou to visit my parents, I put her in some American Girl doll hats. Yes. And I think she looked great. Oh, that's adorable. I thought you were going to say, like, I put her in the deep freezer in the basement. And No. Whoa. <laughs> Escalation. She said it was going to say, she oh, said it's going to make her son scarier than that's she true. is. To some people, me being like, you're a pretty dolly to my uh, dog is scary enough without... <laughs> Torturing the dog. Um, have you ever put spaghetti or um, brisket or fries in clothes? Yeah, I mean, hats are hard for dogs too, especially for spaghetti because her ears kind of stick up a little bit. So I, I just don't think that human hats are just not designed for dogs. But I have put spaghetti in a t-shirt once um, where her, you know, her front front legs went into the, you know, the t-shirt arm sleeves and she was not into it. She like walked around all weird and we were laughing because it was very funny. But then we were like, no, she's not having a good time. We should probably take this t-shirt off. She's father's daughter. She should be wearing a cut off tank. She should be wearing a tank. They need to make like tank tops for dogs. They don't. She she doesn't need, she's all, she she goes out and lays in the sun and like one minute later, she's like, I'm dying. (laughs) So she doesn't need a tank top. And um, you'd be constantly stealing her clothes. I would, yeah, for sure. I would love guys, to wear dog clothes. Um, bought them Halloween costumes? I Yeah, I've done... So the costumes I've had on Fries and Brisket, one is the first time I watched Fries while Gemma and I were dating and she was out of town for a long time. Um, I bought sort of a lumberjack outfit for Fries. So it's like a yeah. red plaid shirt with like slacks. No. And I put it on him, took pictures of us cuddling and then sent them to her and she lost her mind. And then we also have done, we did one Because she thought costume. you were the cat for a second. Because she yes. was like, Adel, did you turn into a cat? That's your outfit. When, when, Adel, when you say that you bought this costume, do you mean you called your guy and you were like, I'm going to need a slightly different customization that I normally order? Yeah. I call, yeah. <laughs> I Flannel Fred, uh, great, great guy. He, It's kind of like what, uh, what that one guy does for James Bond. This guy does for me, but with plaid. Um, what that one Q? guy does Q yes Q okay. I would have said. gotcha gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> QAnon so <laughs> also for Halloween we did a sailor outfit for brisket and then for Christmas one year JPC got the cats a little elf costume oh that's right so I remember both, that they both had pictures taken in their elf costume and they're that's very very cute well, I'm going to start sending your cats costumes. I didn't know that this yes. was an option to me. Mm. You do have two packages Sherlock in my house. Sherlock and Watson. I know that was... <laughs> don't tell everyone how messy I am. You guys, I sent Adel a gift, and then I didn't remember that the website I sent the gift from makes the default address. You have to make it the default address in order to send it. And then I sent myself... Two, I sent myself two things, and they shipped to Adel, and now I have to bother Adel all the time. <laughs> it's quite a, it's quite a roller coaster ride to be like, because Aaron had s- in June, she's like, I got you several birthday presents or coming meal like meal piece. They're gonna they're gonna be piecemeal. They're gonna meal piece. Uh, that's when we pray. <laughs> she said a meal piece. Oh, they'll I never get there. Just woke up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys, this is an early record for us. Yeah, but it then is, it, uh, 11 p.m. But then the other day I got I got this big box and. There's this package that sounds like, oh, like the birthday gifts keep on coming. And then Aaron and then, was like, hey, can you ship this package to me? <laughs> well, you can keep it, but it's just an eccentric woman's book about fashion and interior design from not, like the 70s. I love it. it. I'll send it. You don't want that book. You don't need another book, first of all. And that is just a ridiculous book. I don't know why I bought it. Uh, well, I'm trying to buy like less than twenty dollar uh, vintage coffee table books for my. Ooh, well, Aaron, if I may, um, mm-hmm. books in a certain era were called tomes. And, Get out of uh, here, JBC, Casey, going? and I visited this era just the other day. We went to the Ren Fair. 
Okay, I have my blanket and I have my water and I'm emotionally prepared to hear about a fun day you guys spent without me. Now, Adel's already been uh, to a Ren Fair, but this Mm -hmm. was Casey and I's first time at a Ren Fair. And we went, uh, Arnie Parrott was nice enough to get us some tickets. We went and saw his show, which was fantastic. And Aaron, I posted something on Instagram and you seemed very upset. And then you called me frantically 10 or 11 times. I didn't want to answer. I phone. didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I did send. What did I send you on Instagram when I saw? So you guys looked like you were having so much fun. It looked like you had a really good first time Ren fair experience, JPC. So, um, yeah, I mean, right I, in. not to brag, but we did do knife throwing and I did hit the target twice with my knives on it. Yeah. My first try, basically. It was kind of insane. He was throwing knives. I, I was terrible. Casey was pretty good. JPC was amazing. JPC threw a knife. There's like a skull outline. He threw a knife, and the dagger went like dead center in the skull's forehead. Like the like the number one spot. It was a bullseye for sure. That's really impressive. I feel like that's not necessarily easy to do. And uh, before I did it, I said, this is President Joe Biden. And then I... <laughs> <laughs> We can't say that. Um, it's actually uh, you did posted that because he was thing. the least invested in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you posted a picture of you guys there, and I said, this sucks. <laughs> and then I said, too jealous to function, going to have to dip my head into a bucket of ice. <laughs> so I'm really good at regulating my emotions in general. Uh, friend um, of the show, Arnie Parrott, who does you know all, all the music for the show. I guess you know some of the music that you hear is like music that uh, Casey finds or pays for on the internet to like put under layer seats. But all the original music for the show is Arnie Parrott. Um, who's been doing Ren Fairs for like a decade. Uh, yeah. He was a wealth of information about Ren Fairs because I was like, I was surprised that there were so many permanent structures. And he was like, all the top tier, top 15 Ren Fairs in the country have permanent structures. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> he knows so many people who work at different ones across the country too. So like he would probably have recommendations for people no matter where you live mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. about where to go. It's so cool and I'm so jealous and it like seeing Arnie like a clip of his show I couldn't believe how cool it looked it was great like, he also so talented sh- he kind of showed us behind the scenes a little bit so we actually got to see where a lot of the Ren Fair people because it's um they're out in the heat for like I don't know 14 hours a day or something sweating right. in these costumes so there was this little like wooden hidden room he took us to that was kind of like there where they kind of work out and hydrate and stuff um and he let JPC wench press and i'm happy to say jbc wench pressed two wenches mm-hmm. yeah yes and jbc do you want to help out the struggling joke or sure i mean i know what everyone's <laughs> thinking are these like these are like standard like standard fair wenches and it's like i could have yeah um i was trying to think of another one for like dumbbells but i couldn't oh I yeah couldn't. well oh, I, looked, uh, I looked at two dumbbells and they were like uh, look, there she goes. That girl is so fucking stupid. She's holding wait, that book upside down. <laughs> wait, so they're the... Oh, I guess because they're dumb, they don't they're realize that about they're themselves. bells. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was going to go with maybe okay. like... I was going to maybe go with like dumb spells or something like that or like, I don't know, thumb spells. It doesn't matter. Like, Speaking I was Speaking of bullseyes, can I tell you about a little miracle that happened to me this weekend? Oh, please, What could this possibly be to well, confirm the existence you, of God? You got Red Bull in your eye and you live forever? Uh-huh. No, well, I, I first of all, I had such an awesome weekend because my sister, uh, cool. Molly, who is a teacher, came to visit me. She's actually still here. Um, but and, she... and listener, just in case uh, you're new, we are a podcast about riddles. And anytime Erin mentions her sister, Molly, she's talking about doing drugs in the desert. A hundred percent. She uh, is the best, and we got to do so many fun things. It's kind of hard because, obviously, with Delta, we don't want to be going out and about. So I sort of, like, 
beat the system and try to do things that were COVID safe. But we did. She wanted to do some kishy, kishy. She wanted to do some kitschy, like touristy LA things, and we did uh, one of those celebrity home tours, mostly because we just wanted to be driven Ooh. through like a rich person area. <laughs> we were like, these they won't know whose houses. Like these are going to be like old movie star houses. None of them are probably updated, but we just want to like drive through um, Beverly Hills. Um, in a car and it was awesome it was the best experience it's probably unethical and I know but there was a moment in the tour when the tour guide was like and who wants to see Chris Evans's house and her and I let out a sound <laughs> the same one <laughs> they that can only be described as everyone. desperate yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was sort of like a yeah <laughs> please okay um, and the house looked just fine it wasn't really my style um, but anyways, the miracle that happened is I got to play darts with my friend Cody this weekend. And I'm very, very bad at darts. Sean is great at darts because he worked at a dart bar in Chicago. But I'm so bad at darts. And so I was like mostly missing the board up until this point. And about 20 minutes into playing darts, my friend Cody like leans down and whispers in my ear and like in front of it. But everyone could hear him. We went, OK, Aaron, just get two bullseyes. And I went, OK. Mm-hmm. And I got two bullseyes in a row wow. right in the middle. And ev- right was, after they said that? Yeah, he he was like, uh, get two bullseyes. And I was like, okay. And had never gotten a bullseye and hadn't even gotten close that entire night and got two. So Sort of like your knife situation, JP. So here's what it is. Th- wow. Aaron, this is a tremendous story, but I hate to, I don't even know if I should mention this because I don't know how aware you are. Clearly, you're a sleeper agent. So what's going on is that you've been trained by some government agency. That's what I think. <laughs> when somebody tells you to do something, suddenly there's some sort of overdrive that kicks into your brain and allows you to access the skills that you possess. It's that's um... yeah. Sean was like, Cody, quick, tell Aaron to make a billion dollars. <laughs> Honestly, Aaron, what I what I think I'm sensing here is maybe a bit of residual jealousy from Adel because it sounds like we have two stories of. Two of us getting absolute bullseye, dead center yeah. marks in our bladed on throwing competitions day. on the same day. And someone didn't get any sort of bullseye. What did, did you get any bullseyes on Saturday? No, but I got some spiral potato chips. That's true. Adel, <laughs> if Aaron and I are sleeper agents, I feel like you're a still a sleep agent. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Get him. Get him. Get Get him. I'm a can't go to sleeper agent. <laughs> get him. Get his ass. Get his I, ass. Do, I do love. Can't go to sleeper agent. <laughs> I do love a sleeper agent like Manchurian Candidate style, where it's like, if we say assassinate the president, your skills kick in and you assassinate a president. If we say um, steal this diamond, you use your skills that are receded in the back of your steal mind what to, to steal this diamond. <laughs> but I love just screaming at a sleeper agent. Make a billion dollars, <laughs> and they're like, uh. Honestly, why did you train me with that? (laughs) (laughs) And And put me to sleep. uh, Later in the night, I Cody did the exact same thing with me with a pool shot. Mm. I'm terrible at pool, and he was like, "Okay, uh, just get that shot." And I did, and it was an impossible shot to get, and I got it. And Sean was like, "What is happening?" Sounds like maybe it's all Cody doing this. Sounds like maybe Cody is the one who has the expert. I missed it. It's Cody, your friend, who's a uh, magical um, grouping of mist. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Agent. Now, is this Agent Cody Banks? Yeah, uh, this is Agent Frankie Cody Banks, Muniz's uh, character from yeah. 40 years ago. This okay. is Agent Cody Banks. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is it Frankie Muniz? Yeah. I think it's it Frankie Muniz. It oh, must yeah. be. Who's, who's oh. a big fat liar then? Yeah. Is that That's also Frankie Paul Muniz? Giamatti. Yeah, I think of Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti and Frankie Muniz went out for a bunch of the same parts. <laughs> 
<laughs> Makes sense to me. Um, Have you seen right. the pilot with Paul Giamatti as Malcolm in the Middle? Oh my it's god, it's chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. So maybe. I know it's my episode and that's why we haven't done any riddles yet, but I'll jump in right now. Okay. <laughs> We're doing listen to submitted riddles and we have some awesome ones today. A lot oh, of hell like yeah. um uh listen like uh ones that people wrote. This is like when talk show hosts are like, We have a great guest today. They say that about all of them. Are you haven't been on a talk show? How does that hurt your feelings? <laughs> You're preemptively your feelings are hurt. They say that about in, all in the every guests. way. In every way. <laughs> here's um, here's how hold tired on. You I haven't am. experienced this. Why are you upset? <laughs> here's how tired I am. Okay. Moments ago, I couldn't think of the word cloud. <laughs> That's good. Okay. I was like, in I went, context of what? Yeah. My brain wanted to say a cloud of mist, and I it, had to say a grouping of particles. Adel, I will say that's a hard word to remember because while it's only five letters, it's five all different letters. Yeah, good point. It's okay, buddy. Yeah. Back if, to if you couldn't remember door, I'm like, that's only three letters. Am but I gonna be, am I going to be replaced with lucky? <laughs> yeah. Well, lucky, lucky come on in. My time to shine. Okay, here we go. These come from these come from Jeremy Posner. And then he said, oh, and you told me to reach out if I have a cool job. I do. I invent toys and games. Cool. That's Jeremy. The, that's the job. I know. That's like what every kid dreams to do. Hold every- on. That's what we do on the Patreon. We just invent games. You oh, invent yeah. games. And I, I'll say this to you, JPC. I'll say it to your face. They make little to no sense. <laughs> and, and here's what I'll say. It, am I inventing those games or am I Jeremy posing as someone who's oh, inventing those games? Oh, nice. That's right. This riddle is from me. I'm Jeremy Posner. I have sent this riddle in. I'd say definitely my favorite game you invented is Have I Seen This Episode of Bones, which <laughs> I'm oddly pretty good at. By the way, that's, that is that is both an old callback and a very recent Patreon episode. Patreon.com. My favorite uh, game you invented is Little Monkey Bones because he's a walking, talking, breathing game. Uh, you said his DNA is made up of a thousand rules to tabletop games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just, it, it, his blood is all D20s. <laughs> uh, I, I love this riddle from Jeremy, so here we go. Okay. I came up with a fun, quick riddle for you all to play with. The frozen pizza rolls that I will sometimes snack on have microwave instructions that state... Microwave six pizza rolls for 60 seconds. However, I always make seven pizza rolls. Why is that? Um, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is Jeremy really going out of their way to not talk about how these are Totino's pizza rolls? Or is no, he, we can't are, say no. that word. Be- no. no. I, can't, I actually can. No, don't say it again. JPC. After I got the tattoo, the Totino's Corporation said that I could uh, use that that's word. That's twice. That's twice now. We're well, a Hot not... Pockets family. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. <laughs> to cancel it out? <laughs> to I kill the see... Totino's beast? Oh, you said it. Yep. Look at, oh, they're both here. Candyman and Tostino's. They're they're fighting. I'm the murderer. Tostino's. I'm Tostino's. <laughs> I'm Lucky the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't do improv. It's too early. Don't have, make us. We have one voice and it's, I'm this thing. <laughs> I'm a thing. <laughs> The frozen pizza rolls that I will sometimes snack on have microwave instructions that state, microwave six pizza rolls for 60 seconds. However, I always make seven pizza rolls. Why is that? To throw one to their dog. You can't give a dog a pizza roll. You can give they're, a dog a bone. They're poisonous. Bone. They're poisonous for humans. If you give one to a dog, that dog is toast. He knows. <laughs> yeah. 
For sure. For sure. For um, sure. I will say the answer to this is like, and he wants the last one to be a tiny bit undercooked. Just a tiny bit under. Oh, so that's the answer? No. I'm just saying like, how, like why, why? why you're, trying like to a- you're trying to get us to guess Jeremy Posner's little pizza roll perversion that I makes... Can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't get into the mental uh, shoes and jeans of someone who wants a bonus little pizza roll. This is no. madness. Yes, you can, because I will say he thinks like both of you. And he even states, I think Adel and JPC would do this. I don't think Aaron would, but I still think. I got a riddle oh. for you guys. I got, I got a riddle for you guys real quick. After I wash my hands in the bathroom, mm-hmm. I touch the bathroom doorknob, and then I touch the, the closet doorknob, and then the bathroom doorknob. Why do I do this? We all know you don't wash your hands, JPC. <laughs> <laughs> I run them under the water for a second. <laughs> okay, if he thinks like us... Then that seventh pizza roll, the reason he makes it, and it's a little undercooked, is so he can put it in his butt, see how it feels. No, Adol, come on. <laughs> I do that like with all you. my food. <laughs> well, you have to know, honestly, because if you can cut out the middleman, the mouth, and eat directly with your <laughs> ass, you should try it with every type of food at least once, because mm-hmm. if it works, you've broken the system. That's I feel a like the middleman is the stomach. There's so many the middlemen involved in this process. <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Um, so hey, baby, this... I love, I like your front desk, but uh, your middleman's even better. <laughs> your stomach, my stomach. <laughs> yeah, you work out. You look great. So, <laughs> why does Jeremy make a seventh pizza roll? And he Come likes. Come on, it he a... thinks like you. He likes it a little undercooked. Okay. Um, because he's on a pizza roll. Is this a pun? Is the answer to this going to no, be a pun? No, it's not oh. a pun. It just has to do with both of your sense of humor. Uh, mm. Because when... 60 seconds. And Don't then make me more. guess my own joke. Okay, that is the new Patreon game I'm playing is guess your own joke. Guess your own joke. I think we kind of actually have played guess your own joke on the yeah, Patreon. With, um, we do those review episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, God damn it. So this, okay, so Jeremy's in my mind. I'm in Jeremy's mind. Hold on. I have to become Jeremy. Did Jeremy include any other personal details about their life? Jeremy is, I think, very similar. He listens to the show. He's a similar sense of humor that, to the two of you. What okay, could come after show. 60 seconds that adds a little bit more time to 60 seconds? That would be your sense of humor. Uh Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I see. He adds us another one in case he wants seconds. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. He always puts in seven so that he can do it for 69 seconds. You got it. He wants yeah. to put 69 into the microwave, have a little giggle, mm. and then go on his merry way. And have one be slightly overcooked or undercooked. That makes that makes a lot of sense, Jeremy. That makes a lot of sense. So this, I see you, and I respect you. This is mm-hmm. in no way a riddle. It is a riddle. And may God have mercy on our souls. Adel's thing is when he doesn't get the answer, he says it's not a riddle. <laughs> uh, Adel, I want to see a scene. Uh, okay, so there's the, we're, we're we're shooting a Totino's pizza roll commercial. There has been a mix up um, with your manager or there's your, been uh, a your, murder. No, <laughs> uh, your a agent. Mix up, a mix up. Uh, your agent. Uh, you you booked you without an audition onto this commercial. Uh, you are you, uh, and you are your age, and uh, the rest of the people in this commercial are, are little children who are excited about eating like pizza rolls as a snack. Okay. Okay. Who I seem to be the oldest person on set um hey buddy what's uh what's your name hi i'm davis hi davis are you also um 
uh, are you playing man number three? Oh, I guess it says boy here. Are you playing boy number three? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I'm boy number three. Are you boy number two? I'm boy number two. So I guess we're going to be spending a lot of time eating uh, pizza rolls together. I can't wait. I love pizza rolls. But actually, you're supposed to uh, put them in your mouth, chew them, and spit them in a bucket. Oh. No, Otherwise, no. you're going to eat like 40 pizza and rolls And action. <laughs> Whoa, mom made pizza rolls. That's cool. Yeah, that's so cool. Let me just grab uh, let me grab the napkins off the top shelf here. Sorry, I'm six foot eight. Um, I'm a big boy and I'm growing. What we don't else? need napkins. What else? And cut. Can we stay on script? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought we were improvising. No, you're doing great. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so I'm sorry. To be queer, you were <laughs> you were. <laughs> He's fine improvising, but I should stay on script. Yeah, oh, I would love if you stayed on script. Okay? My bad. Yeah, absolutely. I can do that. And, and action. Mom made pizza walls. No, she didn't. <laughs> uh, I, I'm joking. I just want to see this little fucker sweat. Um, Tostitos, eat them. Eat and that was a great take, but let's just do another one for safety. And action. Mom made pizza walls. Shut the fuck up. You're adopted. <laughs> what? You're adopted. Oh, I'm so sorry. Can you, can you please stay on script? I'm please. sorry. He, he just, he, he's giving me bombshells that I don't know how to not react to he's, them. He's doing great. He's doing great. great. Do, sir, you were doing so great. Thank we you We love so that much. you're playing a kid. It's not weird at all. Oh, we good. Go. And this, so this is like a, this is a real commercial and this isn't like a Lonely Island parody or something? Of course not. This is a real commercial. Okay. And action. Mom made pizza rolls. Cut. Please. <laughs> See? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do it do it that way three times without getting a note. And then finally, <laughs> say the right line. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's I don't okay. know. I, I sabotaged your scene. But got exactly I'm what I wanted out of the fun. pizza roll scene. Um, when was the last time? I got a question for you guys. When was the last time you had a pizza roll? Ooh, I want to say. I'll, I'll be honest. Was, decades. Yeah. It's been decades for me. I, I want to say free ones like two years ago. Whoa, Ooh, pretty nice. I want to say probably when I was sixteen or seventeen. I've had bagel bites maybe in the last ten years, but <sighs> but pizza rolls I haven't had since uh, I was in my teens. Yeah, little I, pizzas. Ooh, I do remember. I'm, I'm not sure because I haven't had bagel bites in a long time. But does don't the package for bagel bites come with like a little like you like pull the film out and then turn it on its upside down side and there's that little like reflective microwave thing and then you put the bagel bites on it and like cook them like it's a little plate. Oh yeah, I forgot yep, about that. You're right. That's so wild. It's so wild like that to buy something from a freezer that comes with a little plate that you're supposed to cook it on. <laughs> We should do a review crew and have it be a bunch of food from our childhood. Oh, I, yeah, here's the thing. I don't know that they make vegetarian bagel bites or pizza rolls. Maybe they, they do like a four cheese. cheese. They might make it yeah. like a four cheese, oh, yeah. Four, and we could also, like, sure. if some of us four are allergic short. to some of the snacks, the other ones could have some of the snacks. I'll do all of the juice pouches. <laughs> I'll take that bullet, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for dying on that hill. Yeah, I hate literally. It. Just, just so everybody knows, I will do every type of M&M. You don't have to try them. Oh, I'll, nice. I'll do all of those. Oh, don't worry you. about that. I'll that's die so on nice. a hill covered in that Capri Sun silver slime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an ant hill. You'll die on an yeah. ant hill. <laughs> Help me. It came out of my locker, and I'm... <laughs> I can't breathe. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Jeremy, for that riddle. Um, these are from Kenneth. I think it's okay. Um, so uh, these are from Kenneth's son. <gasps> mm. Wow. Hey, by the way, Kenneth, congrats. 
Let me go on like a big dad energy sun. coming from Kenny. Yeah, he says, "Longtime listener, my six-year-old told me this riddle the other day while hiking. Kind of cool that they hike. I'm very okay. impressed. I thought it was clever, and I don't remember you doing it. Uh, sorry if I'm mistaken. Are you actually, ready? Aaron? Point of clarification." It sounds like maybe only the son was hiking. Sounds like maybe uh, Kenneth was just kind of like laying back, my tie in hand. Son gives him a call and it's like, it's getting pretty dark out here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta think he came up with a riddle. <laughs> Proud Follow. of you, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the tree, son. Lick. All right. Lucy's family is poor, but her father manages to get two tickets to the circus. Wow. Lucy's favorites are the clowns. After the circus was over, Lucy and her father went up to the main clown and asked if he could perform at her birthday. The clown said it would cost $50,000, and the father had to say it was too much. The clown handed the father something, and by the time Lucy's birthday came along, they had the clown perform at her party. What did the clown hand the father? Um, I know the answer to this. You do? The answer to this is there is no answer. This is a fever dream because no kid's favorite thing at the circus is the clowns. Yeah, I was a you kid got it once. right. Uh, the, the kid uh, got bit by a bunch of ticks. And this is a fever dream <laughs> and a snake. And so the combination of all of that in its body made the kid like clowns. No, I would love, I, I would love a snake biting a kid and being like, ugh, ticks. <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid once, and when I went to the circus, the clowns were the most terrifying part. I wanted nothing to do with them. So this is a lie. I'll be honest with you. When I was a kid, I don't think I was ever exposed to like many clowns. I think that the the main clown exposure that I got were like, do you remember when McDonald's would have just big statues of Ronald McDonald's yeah. like, oh, yeah. on Out. premise? I don't know if yeah. they still do. I haven't been on to a, McDonald's. On like a little bench. And you're yeah, like, on like a I bench. I don't want to sit next to him. And he was humongous. And yeah. that that was always off-putting to me. But I don't think I ever like, I don't remember ever like seeing a clown. Here's my hot take. I don't think Ronald McDonald should be taller than 5'9". I think he should be about 5'9", 5'10", tops. There's no reason that Ronald McDonald needs to be over six feet. Here's the thing. No. You could not be more wrong. The only thing worse than a a clown is a tiny clown. They could be anywhere. Uh, 5'9", is not tiny. 5'10", is not tiny. I want a big clown so I can know where it's at at all times. Five ten wow. is an average height clown. Okay, There's- hold on, hold on. Everyone, Adults shut up. Adults a clown that's five nine. Is like, look at this, look at. Hey, short stack. Why don't you? Every- why everyone- don't you stretch those legs out? Everyone, close your eyes. Okay. Now picture. Okay, so picture a regular clown. They walk up. They're holding a balloon or something. Sure. Pretty scary. Picture, <laughs> picture hold like on. A, I have to adjust my mental picture. <laughs> hold on. My, mine was pretty nice and tranquil. Let me just no, do it. Oh yeah, Christ! No, look at those teeth. No. Now picture a clown that's like six five. Still scary, a little more inti- a little more intimidating, but probably just as bad. Now picture now picture a clown that's two feet tall. That's and not it's what I'm laughing saying. Laughing when it runs. And you think you saw it, but then you see a blur in the corner of your eye. Is there two of them? Clever girl. But now the lights are turned off. They got to the they got to the box in the basement. Oh. Now they could be anywhere. They're on the ceiling. They're in your hair. Clowns everywhere. Okay, Wait, I just, adult, I just made toddler, up a kid's show. Yeah, toddler <laughs> clowns. Yeah, you're right. I'm terrified of toddler clowns. No, thank you. No, they're full adults, but they're a, tiny. A 6'5 clown? Uh-oh, am I attracted to this clown? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I don't want I that see a scene. to cross I my mind see a for a second. <laughs> Studies have shown that clown, taller clowns do make more money, so that, does, that makes sense. Uh, I want to see a scene. Are you both familiar with Love Island? Yeah, yes. of course. Okay. The, wait, so, the English one? Or- 
either one. Aaron, um, what could that matter? What, what does that distinction matter? Totally just... different vibe. It's like a different planet to different show that sure. American one sucks. What's the difference between so hot and he's fit, isn't it? I will we say- We got good chat, isn't it? <laughs> um, Mariah, Mariah watches both and she mostly watched the UK one, but she has just watched this season, this, I believe this season of the American one because there's two black women on it. And um, the- and I've tangentially watched it from being in the same household. The announcer guy for the UK is way better than the announcer he's guy. He's so funny. Oh, yeah. He's great. And he looks nothing like what his voice sounds like. I oh, remember really? they, sh- they showed him once and I was like, that's that guy? That's the voice of that guy? Wait, I thought the guy was... Like? I thought the guy from his voice was like like a 56-year-old Craig Kilborn looking guy, but he's not. He's just like a young dude. And I was like, that's wild. <laughs> I want to see a scene. So this okay. is a new season of Love Island. Uh, and what it is is um, it's just like Love Island, except there's one clown on the island. So, Aaron, this is your date, um, your first date, kind of getting a chance to pull him aside and, and uh, spend some sexy time with him. Cool. Um, this is you and a clown. How you feeling now, babes? How, how's your first day? Right. So glad you pulled me for a chat. It's, um, it's crazy here, right? It's like everyone's, yeah. you know... There's so much energy, so much sexual energy, and like obviously, you know, I'm the new guy. Everyone's right, looking at yeah. me. I got huge shoes. Everybody uh-huh. knows what that means. Big hands. Um, who do you have your eyes on then, babe? Well, um, c- quite honestly, uh-huh. I-, I got my eyes on you. Um, no. But but I mean I, I mean I'm not. I'm oh, it seems like she wasn't. Ex- it seems like she wasn't expecting that. If he can win her over, it would be a big feat. But I mean, quite honestly, um, I, I saw Michelle earlier, and my eyes did pop out of my head. Where a wooga a wooga. Um. So I started talking to the clown, and he, like the second he said he's attracted to me, I threw up in my mouth a little. But then the second he brought Michelle into it, I got a little jealous because this would be the third guy in the villa that went to Michelle instead of me, and I decided that I'm gonna fuck this clown. Then it seems like they're. Love is ballooning. When Veronica pulled me for a chat, I'll have to say, my flower was squirting water. <laughs> honk, honk. See. And cut, shut it down, shut the whole season down. Burn it, salt Burn the it. earth, salt Burn the, the island, villa. salt the island. Uh, salt the island. This start is over just, in Europe. This we is have just to start a house over. we rented in Hawaii. This is not, we should not destroy this place. No, no we have to start over. Uh, we have to, clown fumes. Um, uh, Aaron, what can you, <laughs> so, this kid wanted the clown for the birthday party, the main clown. Yeah, the clown they can't wanted, afford it. The clown wanted $50,000, which is insane. That's like blues traveler money at a state fair. Um, the clown handed something to the father, and then the clown was performing at the birthday party? Yeah. What did, I th- what did the clown hand a father? I think I know. It, was right, it a piece of paper? No. I think it was a piece of paper that said, <laughs> I think it was a piece of paper that said, let me fuck your wife. No, but I'll allow it. Let's just have that be the answer from the six-year-old. Thank you, Your Honor. <laughs> first of all, first of all, this. look, that that scenario that you're describing, Adel, completely unreal. It would never happen. But guys, let's be honest. We all carry that piece of paper around, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody, you fold, everybody you in, their wallet, in your wallet. <laughs> you have a list of the five celebrities that you're allowed to cheat with, and you have on the back side of that is just <laughs> let me fuck your wife. <laughs> And you take your shot. You throw your Hail Mary. Yeah. And if you have that piece of paper laminated, 
you're ahead of the game. Yeah, you're ahead of the game. Uh, Aaron, was the thing that the clown handed the guy, was it like 50,000 doll hairs? No, that would be terrifying. <laughs> Just hand him a big clump of doll hairs. So why would the clown ha- hand the dad something? Um, well, did this clown just trying... not want to do it? Is that why he quoted such an outrageous price? Or maybe. did the little kid who wrote this riddle have no concept of what money is or value or uh, <laughs> things like that? Did the Definitely clown both? Gotcha. Did the clown ha- hand the dad his soul and said, "Now you go to clown, clown hell instead of me"? Uh kinda. Um, Sorry, I said clown hell. I, that's redundant. It's just hell. <laughs> um, I let the clown was trying to do something nice, but was also trying to avoid going. Did he and, hand the guy fifty thousand dollars? No, you. Uh, Adel was kind of closest, oddly. Hmm. He handed the dad his makeup kit. His yeah. Ben Nye makeup kit, and he yeah. said, "Yeah, you be the clown. You're the clown now, Dad." So this yeah, clown, you got it. this clown you is charging are fifty the clown now, Dad. thousand. You are the clown now, Dad. Fifty thousand do dollars. <laughs> this guy, this clown is charging fifty thousand dollars for an appearance at a birthday party, and no. yet he's just blowing up his market share by being like, "It's actually easy. You just put it on Facebook." That's There's how no good he is. Required. He knows that's not going to affect his money. And that's the, true. And the uh, that's true. Well, I want to see a scene, but we do have to take a break. So we're going to come back from a break. And don't forget clowns, because we're going to see a clown scene. Everyone shut it off. Everyone shut the podcast off. Salt the podcast. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Um, JPC. two words rhymes with, oh no, you're sick. Yes, it rhymes with, oh no, I'm sick. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You guys are never going to get it. I was trying to show you I need Claritin. Mm. Claritin. Oh, JPC, why don't you just hold up a box of Claritin? Oh, I have this box of Claritin right here. Mm. Camera goes ping. And I, and, and I smile and I kind of wink when I hold up my box of Claritin D. JPC, I know that you famously live with allergies. You're an mm. allergy sufferer. Famously. But you don't have to live like that. You can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Yeah, luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Guys, I know that you've been saying this live clear with Claritin D thing. It seems super natural, but you've been saying it a ton just to me, like in casual conversation. Live clear, I, Claritin, 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 I live clear, clear with Claritin, Claritin, Claritin D. D. Live Claritin clear with Claritin D. We all know it. I picked up my own Claritin D, and I think that everybody should use this product. I have allergies. I have the scratchy throat, the the itchy throat. There's nothing worse. There's a lot of things worse, but there's a there's nothing worse from a you know personal day to day level than that scratchy throat. Claritin D takes it all away. It's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better and podcast funnier. That's not part of their ad copy. I just want, <laughs> I want Claritin to know I added the podcast funnier. <laughs> the double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. It makes you pretty funny on a podcast. That they put in there. I don't know why they put that in there. That was... But don't take it from the three of us. Take it from Claire Teen, the the teenage Claire who loves Claritin. Claire? I have a teenage Claire, Claire that <laughs> loves Claritin. Ready to live your life like you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. 
Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. So go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. That's C-L-A-R-I-T-I-N.com right now. Use as directed. Yep. Live Claritin clear. JPZ, live Claritin clear. Live Claritin clear with Claritin Claritin D. Yes, live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Yes. (laughs) Wow, JPC, your aura is kind of, it's kind of like a gray. Oh, thank like you. a dark gray. Do you mind if I take a picture of your aura? Oh, ab- no. The, and honestly, I get stopped all the time asking if people could, did you say take a picture of my Speeding aura? Speeding or? Yeah, take a picture of your aura because I want to put it in my aura digital frame, which is uh, my new favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on so many people's aura digital frames that I would be honored to have my aura on your aura. Oh, uh, my aura on your aura. Yeah, that sounds great. I got these aura frames. I gave one to my mom for Mother's Day. She absolutely freaking loves it. Mm-hmm. You just upload any pictures you have, pops up into the frame immediately. If you, like I bought my mom a frame, I can upload pictures to her frame at any time. It's one of the best things I've ever purchased for my mom. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames, and they allow you to share and display unlimited photos. And like I said, my aura photo, my gray, it's kind of like a storm cloud energy that I have. Um, yeah, people can I can actually see that. see that. Sometimes I like the top of my head is actually wet because of how powerful huh. my aura is. Uh, and people You're stop crying. me all the time, ask me for my picture. They say, I want to put this on my frame. <laughs> it's perfect for Mother's Day. Mm. I want to give this to my mom for Mother's Day. I want her to, I want her to see this stormy man that I met. It huh. happens to me all the time. Yeah. Oh, and we should say that Aaron uh, got sucked into a book. Um. You know, they also have great privacy. You have complete control over who has Mm. access to your frame, and the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which many other digital frames require. So people can't steal your sort of gray, your grayish sort of uh, energy. Yeah, and the book is over 100 years old. Um, Aura was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages and right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code RIDDLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I would open the book to help Aaron, but I don't want to get sucked in myself if, you know. Of course, you know no one does. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and then I, I'll, I'll just go and I'll, I'll start with the jingle. Is that, yeah. is that okay mm-hmm. if I start? Whenever with, you're okay. ready. Henson shaving, you better shave your hair. How was that? It's pretty good. I, it's, okay. It was a little bit more yacht rock than before, which is actually what we're going for. Oh, great! Because the 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 call, my call said yacht rock. I mean, that's why they that's why you brought JPC in. I mean, I'm I'm Mister Yacht Rock. Yeah, exactly. And we here at Henson Shaving are a family owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS International Space Station and mm. Mars Rover. And now we're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Okay, now I didn't know that about uh, aerospace manufacturing and mm-hmm. uh, international space. I'll give you a I'll give you a jingle with more of like a space feel if that's okay. Perfect. You got to shave in space. Yeah. Well, that sounds like the aliens are singing it and our uh, aliens don't buy our product. So that's um, our razor blades. Huh. Dang. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Good note. Good note. Mm-hmm. JPC, razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble, 
the more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem. It's an extension problem. And we here okay, at Hanson di- solve that. Diving board makes me think beach. And so let's do like more of like a beachy vibe uh, for the jingle. Oh, Hanson shaving, shaving at the beach. Huh. Okay. What do we think? That was actually pretty good. That's more of a Elvis... Uh, it, you know, uh, just like Elvis in the 50s, I want to say, mm-hmm. Henson Razors works with standard dual-edge blades to give you the old-school shave with the benefits of new-school tech. Once you own a Henson Razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades, just like in the 1950s when razors were like 3 to $5 a year, and now it's yeah. thousands. Mm-hmm. And Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. Aaron, go ahead and tell us how to get those uh, Henson razors. Oh, she got sucked into an ancient sucked book of evil. To an ancient book of evil, yeah. So she's and not going to. She's be in able a world we can't even us. begin to imagine. Uh, I'll read it. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last your lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com/riddle to pick the razor for you and use code Riddle, and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That's one hundred free blades when you head to. H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash riddle and use code riddle. Okay, 100 free blades. Let me just do uh, another... Whenever you're ready. Another jingle? Okay, 100 free blades. He's the black hunter of vampires and there's a hundred of him. Henson shaving! 100 free blades! So is it like Blade siblings, or he he got cloned, or I don't quite know how yeah. it works. And we're back, and I want to see a scene based on the riddle before the break, which was about a dad putting on a brave clown face for his son's birthday party. I want to see sure. a scene. Uh, JPC, you're a little boy. Uh, Aaron, you are a, a parent who can't afford a clown, so you're becoming a clown yourself, and you're trying mm-hmm. to trick your son um, on his birthday by uh, making him think that you're the clown he wanted for his party. Knock, knock, knock. Uh, hey, Mom, come in. Oh, hi, Badger Bob. What's your name, little Kyle? <laughs> um, Kyle, mom, what's going on? No, I'm not. I'm not your mom. Although I bet whoever is your mom had to go through forty-seven hours of labor just to get you out of her honk honk. Mom, uh, I know I said I wanted a a, a clown for for my birthday, and I I don't know what. This is great. Thank you. I Thank you. Your mom is dead. My name is Mrs. Clown. Mom. And I'm here to be a buddy for your friends. Mom, I can't I can't tell. Is this another situation where I need to call Dr. Schultz and have and have him come over or is this is or is this just a nice thing that you're doing for me because it's been a tough it's year. R- I'll be honest with you. It's right on the line. Okay. <laughs> 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 we cut to a bunker in West Virginia. 
Thank you for coming in, Clown Mom. Here's the situation. We have a mm-hmm. militia in the south of France. We're going to airdrop you in. Now you need to take out the entire militia, grab the package, secure it, bring it back to us. Can you do that, Clown Mom? Honk, honk. <laughs> we, cut to, we cut to the south of France as a helicopter drops a, a single rope and Clown Mom slides down. Sacre bleu! There's the clown mom! Everyone, fire! <laughs> honk, honk! <laughs> oh no, my gun is turned into a balloon! Ooh, what's behind her ear? It's your brain! <laughs> oh, I keep pulling my brain out of my head! <laughs> clown mom will surely kill us all. Uh, I uh. hope she returns. I was having a lot of fun being Clown Mom. <laughs> clown Mom has real Agent Cody Banks energy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sexy, sexy. Sexy, uh, sexy, breaking <laughs> units. Well, he's an adult now. He's a grown adult. Find him sexy. I think he's a race car driver now. <laughs> Pretty cool. His Twitter is depressing. Oh, no. Don't tell me that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it is. Because he forgot everything? Yeah. Yeah, and just just kind of like he tweets just some real shit about his life that is just like whoa, oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Oh, God bless him. I hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. This riddle comes from Caleb. Uh, it's an original riddle, and then we'll Caleb see. said some really nice stuff. Um, and we, d- I just wanted to say, Caleb, thank you for letting us hang out with you, and I'm so glad that you listened to the podcast. Wait, we didn't Caleb agree to let Caleb hang out with us, did we? Yeah, Caleb's been hanging out with us while listening to the pod. Oh my God, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people can. Has Caleb to been in my house? Yeah. No, dude. Okay, sorry. Can someone explain what a podcast is to JPC? Again? <laughs> Jesus Christ! People, can I got turn some stuff in here that I do not need Caleb seeing. <laughs> uh, JPC, sit down for a minute. I'm going to tell you what a podcast is. When a man sure. and a woman love each other very much, they get okay. on microphones and they talk over one another. Now, sometimes there's paid advertisements, and sometimes uh-huh. there's not, and that's essentially what you're going to experience when you grow up. Surely, there's Patreon content too. Oh, of course. Don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this one comes from Caleb mm. and they say, I hope you love and or hate this one, which is the exact right sentiment to send an original riddle to us. Yes. Amen to that. Because the opposite of love is not hate. It is indifference. Love and hate, two sides to the same coin. And that coin is emotion. And Caleb, you know that. And that's why you sent the riddle. And Ooh. JPC, how's your screenplay uh, indifference actually coming? So it's getting wetter, but I just think it's... <laughs> I think it's the room that I'm keeping it in. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd say that's uh-huh. one of the only words you can't use to describe the screenplay, and you found one, so congratulations. Okay, so. I have to admit it's getting wetter. It's getting wetter all the time. You may find me around your shoulders drenched in red paint, or I may be a coward's escape. Wait a second. Is this, the, is, this the, is this a riddle about that cape I made? Yes. Because, by the way, I only had an hour to make the cape. And I had to wear it that <laughs> night, Caleb. So it's actually I guess pretty he impressive. He has been in your house. Have you seen that cape? I think this is about when I wore that mink fur coat to the award ceremony. And uh, I, got, I got red paint dumped all over my shoulders. Um, you kind of got, got the answer, but not quite. You're oh, really is close. it PETA? Is it? Um, no. Well, what is another? What's or maybe a coward's escape? What's a coward's escape? A coward's escape would be. Uh, what is it called? An Irish goodbye? <laughs> Would you just leave the party without talking about I it? I love doing that. 
So, a coward's escape. Famously, Noel Coward died on his uh, in his bed in his room. I don't You're know. You're getting what further from, away from the answer. That but you're I know so that I know that getting. Noel Coward's last words were either "the wallpaper goes" or "I do." Mm-hmm. Um, famous last words from Noel Coward. Look it up. A coward's escape. Now that would be like a what, like a 2004 escape back when they had like the exterior <laughs> tile. Again, back. you were so close with what you said. With fur coat. With like the mink, but it's a with not. A mink. It's not mink. Fox. Fox. Is it leather? Um, What's something that um, means uh, a coward's escape, but is also a fur? Ah, a skunk. A skunk spot. I. <laughs> <laughs> Howard's escape. I skunked be... out of that place. <laughs> so, what are the animals a fur coat would be made of? So, we have mink, we have hedgehog, um, we have porcupine, alpaca, al- alpaca bag. We have fox, alpaca bag. We have. I it's not one that I would crab. ordinarily associate with a fur coat, but they do make fur. They used to make furs out of these all the time. Mm. Chinchilla. No. Chinchilla. Oh my I god. Think soft, the softest. So soft. There was a point where I believe um, Jay-Z's clothing brand, which is Rockaware, right? Uh, I think got in trouble for using dog hair as their faux Ew, fur. really? I think so. Yikes. That yeah. sucks. I hate uh, that. Yeah, it's, especially if you pay 200 bucks for the jacket. Oh, is it something no. to do with like sheep or something? No, it's like a rodent-y thing. Like, think oh. like small. Weasel. 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 It's weasel. To weasel out of something. Isn't that a great riddle? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Do people wear weasel fur jackets? You know, uh, it's it's uh, less like jacket and more like um, like you know those oh. like, sort of old timey fur around your shoulders. That's made out of weasel teeth. Yeah, often. Yeah. Wow. When um, I was a I'll kid, give it a goog and I'll show you in the. Wow. I'll give it a goog. Uh, Put that in the Guggenheim. When I was a kid, I both loved uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit and I was also terrified of the weasels in that sh- in that movie. Yeah, because of the They're clowns. They're so scary. They're so, I, those clowns. It, it, uh, honestly, for me, it was uh, Weird Al's <clears throat> Albuquerque with the weasel, flesh-eating weasels uh, in the donut box that just turned me off of weasels completely. We're out of weasels. Mm-hmm. Oh, these are disturbing images. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm describe, sorry, Aaron, Aaron when you put the disclaimer saying. in, we have to put that before the episode. We oh, can't. sorry. <laughs> that comes right you. after This is a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> these are disturbing images. Where did I put it? Content warning: We will be talking about weasels. I just I don't know I I don't know much about the fur industry in general, but I I just was not aware that weasels were something that uh that people used as like fashion. Yeah, it's more like think of it more of like some as something in the past and less about. It does um, it does sound like a like a fancy clothing brand of like ooh is that shirt by Weasel. Mm-hmm. Like it does, oh, yeah. it does sound like a um, Prada or something. Yeah, Van Weasel. Van Weasel. It's about um, family. I'm going to Paris next week, and I'm so excited. And most of the museum stuff I'm doing is going to see like c- couture dresses in real life. Mm. It's always been my dream. I'm going to go see like <clears throat> Chanel and Dior and uh, a couple other like fancy designers in person and I literally can't wait. I saw like <clears throat> growing up I used to be so obsessed with that part of the Kennedy Museum where it shows all of Jackie's dresses. Oh yeah. Um cuz it just looks like you get to see these costumes that are like are these costumes, these outfits that are like wearable art because people spend like 200 hours plus making them. It's so cool. I'm so excited to see it. Um are you gonna, all are right. You going to try and buy one? 
Yeah, I'm going to try to buy like a $120,000 vintage <laughs> couture gown. We'll see if they let me get it for like $30. I'll say they I'll should let you wear them. They should have like a VIP ticket that you buy where you get to try on like any three that you want. That would be. I don't need to be famous. I don't need to go to an award show. I would like to wear an Ellie Saab dress just once in my life, <laughs> just for 20 minutes. I'll shower before I put it on, mm-hmm. I promise, if I they, remember to shower. <laughs> they, they should have a ticket where it's like you pay $10 and you can touch three of the dresses, up to three mm-hmm. of the dresses, and just touch them and go, this is cute. Yeah. And uh, to, to I be would love clear, to do that. <laughs> with, with, with what Aaron said, all of my I promises are if I remembers. So, yes, of course, of course. If, yeah, I mean, that's a blanket for any I promise that I have. It's an if I remember, I promise. And I hate to put you on the spot, but um, earlier this week, you did send us your new country song, If I Remember. Um, do mm-hmm. you want to sing us yeah, a please. lyric or I'd two from, from that country song, If I Remember? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, put, put me on the spot. You are doing exactly <laughs> what I would like you to be doing. Uh, sure, absolutely. <laughs> If I remember how we used to be, I promise that guy could be me, but I got a bad memory. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. And you said that was based on Memento? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's based on what I remember of Memento because I watched it maybe a decade and a half ago, and then I watched a bunch of other Christopher Nolan movies. So I really uh, can't with all yeah. the sideways buildings and shit. That's Memento too, right? <laughs> sure. Okay, good because verse two of the song is going to need a lot of that context. Um, so the these next riddles um, come from a idiot from upstate New York. They didn't give me permission to use their name. Um, below are some original riddles. Each is a rewording of the name of a band or musical group. Since I'm writing this in 2021, I suspect you'll get to hear these sometimes in 2020, sometime in 2025. Well, I, we got to them sooner. Can I ask a sincere question? Yeah. What is the difference between a band and a musical group? Um, I would say a band plays instruments in a musical group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's album sales. It's a certain uh-huh. threshold of album okay. sales. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Asked and answered. Thank you. Because I right. would never say like NSYNC is a band, right? They're a boy yeah, band. Yeah, I don't think they're a band. You, but a boy band. But you wouldn't just say that they're a band. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, I guess they don't play instruments. Like Robin Hood's guys, that's a merry band. That's completely <laughs> different. All right, cool. I'm going to love my wife, going to so feed it's like my a, horse. It's a rewording, but it's not like a scrambling of the letters, just to make that clear. Got it. It's um, not a scrambling of the letters? No, it's more like a different way to say the name of the band. Sure. Gotcha. Okay, cool. ready. Uh, the first one, and you're going to have to buzz in, okay? Why? See who gets the most, because I wanted to competition. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got oh, it. Oh, no. All right, ready? Yes. Yeah. Tallying Ravens. Uh, buzz. Uh, Adel. Oh, man. This would be a little band called Cotton Crows. You got it. Damn. Shattering Spaghetti Squash. B- buzz. Adel. <sighs> Smashing Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Fudge. <laughs> Residual Radioactive Contamination Guy. B- uh, buzz. Buzz. Uh, JPC. Imagine Dragons. No. Buzz. <laughs> You're just thinking over the word radioactive. Adam. Sure, yeah. Could Fall, that be why? Fallout Boy? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Dang. I'm up 3-0 on Adel right now. This sucks. What's a single Fallout Boy song? 
Because every time I think of a Fall Out Boy song, it turns out to be like My Chemical's Romance or Panic at the Distance. No, it's like a, a head first slide into Cooperstown on a bad bet. You don't know that song? Hmm. Fall Out Boy loves those things with their titles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them in concert for two and a half hours. So the Fall big Fall Out Boy are the people who wrote um, "Wake Me Up When September Ends." <laughs> the oh, big Fall Out yeah. Boy songs uh-huh. that you would know, Adel, are they? Yes. Uh, you, you're going to be dance, dance, and you're going to be um, sugar, sugar and going we're down, going down swimming. Oh, we're I know. Going that down song. swimming, sugar. We're going down swimming. <laughs> sugar, yeah. we're going down swimming. Famously, their song "Sugar" one with we're the going bullet. down swimming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. A load of God complex, cock it and pull it. Haven't you ever heard of closing a goddamn nope. door? Nope, okay. that is... Okay. That's Green Day. Okay. No. <laughs> I've been hanging We're around with him. this town. That's Imagine Dragons. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're scrambling his brain. <laughs> I do okay. like, I've been hanging around this town, radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> ow, ow! You know, you're and scrambling my brain. And that's how you girl talk. Imprison the pachyderm. Imprison the pachyderm. Um, oh... Uh, llama Jail. Buzz? Damn it. I love Llama Jail. I love their hit. We're a bunch of llamas in jail. We're a bunch of llamas in jail. In uh, <laughs> prison, the fact that a buzz. We're a bunch of llamas in jail. I'm sorry. That uh, delighted me. Yes, Adel. In prison, the pachyderm. In prison, the pachyderm. Is this the new hit in the band uh, Elephant Jail? No, kind of. Mastodon? You got, one, you got one of the words right. You got elephant right. Uh... What band has elephant in it? Elephant yeah, six. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Elephant. Uh, Elephants. Oh, is this like the cage and the elephant? Yep. Is that oh. the name of the band? Yeah. Yeah, you got Ca- it. Is it called the cage and the elephant? No, it's called cage the elephant. Cage, cage the, the elephant. elephant. Is that now? What I have no. I don't think I've. I don't think I could name a single cage the elephant song. Oh, I can. Go ahead. Cage elephant was they a dumb old fucking one. thing, <laughs> yeah. and go. he trampled folks and he ate peanuts and he got put down to sleep. <laughs> it's oh. a very short song. It's very sad. The ending, all of us are kind of angling <laughs> for, honestly. Eating a peanut and getting put to sleep. Amen. <laughs> Tundra simians. Uh, buzz. Arctic monkeys. Oh come on. <laughs> oh, Adelaide, you buzzed before him. <laughs> Somebody uh, call the Snow Patrol because <laughs> this guy's on the loose. Oh, also, way easier just to shout it out than buzzing. Just yeah, it turns out. Clicking. Turns out. <laughs> All right, cerebrovascular accidents. Excuse me. Cerebrovascular accidents. Uh, uh, crazy brain, brain. Uh, uh, crazy brain. <laughs> Bad brain. This is the oh, Washington DC pump You're gonna band. regret Buzz? saying this. When... Would this be Would this be crash test dummies? No, no. that's a really, really, really good Cerebral, guess. Cerebrovascular. I mean, bad brain is a good guess too. No, but it's <laughs> cerebrovascular accident. Something that can go wrong. Oh, the in strokes. Your brain. There you go. Oh yeah. Last night I had a pretty bad stroke. Boop boop boop. That's John Mellencamp. <laughs> um, all right, and here's my favorite one. Little story about sure. having a stroke. Below citrus. Oh, uh, suck fruit. No. <laughs> Ooh, below citrus. Oh, under the lemons. No, below it's not citrus. under the lemons, but you're so close. <laughs> fruit bats. Um, no, I, Buzz, I was going to say under lime. <laughs> yeah, you got it, kind of. We are under lime. Oh, yeah, but- um, you got the right citrus. Lime. Uh, below citrus. Lime. We are. What, 
Nickel Lime. In a the Beatles. The Beatles Lime. Lime. George Harrison. Uh, is this the Lime Simbarists? Submarine. Sub- Sublime. There you go. I don't practice Santeria. She was singing a song about submarines. She was not singing a sublime song. Because I was like, that's pretty toned down for a sublime song. That's pretty interesting. No, that's Yellow Submarine by the Beatles, but they're trying to get you to get the word sub. Gotcha. Ah. All right. Um, Isn't that a good one? Um, Thank you so much for those those. riddles. I love any sort of like themed um, riddles that you people send a bunch of is a blast. I also feel like just from listening to those, I have a really good idea of what kind of music they listen to in upstate New York. And I got to (laughs) say, you are decades behind. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Here's our last riddle. These are from Nolan, who uh, we replied to on Instagram, but they were too nervous to actually reply back. So... Hey, that's okay. A lot of times, reply back, not necessary. Not looking for a full conversation that goes, you know, a couple of days. Just nice thing, nice thing. End of conversation. We're good. It's lovely. Um, So Nolan is from Toronto, and they want us to do a live show there, and I would love to. Okay, so um, Nolan also says that this is my favorite podcast, and I drive for UPS and listen to about 40 hours of podcasts every week. Um, but and we're the favorite. What a dream. That's so nice. Um, uh, that is very nice. And it's a main course riddle, so let's get into it. On a Monday morning, Kevin sits alone. About 30 minutes later, Susie walks into the room. Although they've never met, they have a short conversation about some photographs that Kevin brought. Kevin and Susie shake hands, then Kevin leaves with Susie shortly after. Kevin and Susie don't speak for three months and live their regular lives. One day, Susie cuts Kevin's neck while he sleeps, killing him. Who is Susie, and why did she do this? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Susie could be any woman. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow. <laughs> the clown! <laughs> clown mom. So, Kevin brought the photographs. Yep. They Kevin shake hands. Sh- they sh- Kevin shows Susie the photographs, and they talk about them a little bit, or they don't talk about them? Um... They, uh, yeah, they have a short conversation. Okay, okay. Then they shake hands. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, okay. Here's what it is. Kevin shows Susie some photographs of a um of a cancer growing inside of him, and also in the photographs is an insurance policy that says mm. like it doesn't you, pay out if you die of cancer. You, you have, have to, to be, be murdered. murdered. Yep. <laughs> I love those insurance policies. <laughs> They're getting more and more specific because too many people are getting cancer. I feel so. like scorned spouses take out that insurance policy quite a bit. It's oh, yeah. Popular. You're <laughs> not popular. far off. You're not far off. It, it, does, is Kevin Kevin is is Kevin happy about getting murdered by Susie? I not wouldn't necessarily say he's getting I, murdered by her. If everything oh, goes well, okay. he's not. I have I have a I have a solution. What's that battle? So these are pictures of a... No, uh, I want to know what's up with you, man. Are you okay? How's it going? Yeah, what's going uh, on with you? What's going I'm, on with you? Are you what's, what's going on? Is I'm not good? great. Um, You're not great? I'm sorry. My, my feet turn into sticks. What? Um, They'll turn back. They'll remember that, turn back. Remember that witch we killed in the woods? You killed in the woods. Well, no. I remember witnessing a witch murder. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I don't got sticks for your feet, so guess who killed the witch? Fine. Um... So I want to say that the pictures were of like a goiter or a growth 
Um, and then, so this is a surgeon. So they were meeting and then three months, three months later he came in for a surgery and they did a, so there was like a biopsy and then they did a full surgery. You said, you said he gets a throat slit, right? You say. But that doesn't necessarily mean he dies. Maybe she was just trying to take out the guy's voice box because he was going to testify against her and you cannot testify against your wife if she has slit your throat. (laughs) JPC's answer makes the most sense, but unfortunately is not the one. Adel, you got it. Susie is a neurosurgeon. The photographs Kevin brought were magnetic resonance images or MRIs of a tumor in his neck. The tumor was in a very risky area. Kevin agreed to the risks, but unfortunately died in surgery. A risky area, Australia. Yep. You got it. Risk. Anytime you play risk, risk. (laughs) that's risk. But Susie was the doctor. She stood on a block of ice. Wow. Both of them were goldfish. It was Uh a cabin of an airplane. I'm glad Kevin died at the end of that riddle. He didn't need to. It could (laughs) have been a successful surgery. There was no reason for him to die. But I'm glad he did. Erin is a woman who constantly wears a red rib- ribbon around her throat, um, which she keeps saying we should not pull on. Do you have My head won't fall off if you pull it. <laughs> what? Do you I want to see Chris to... Evans' house. <laughs> <laughs> do, you have anything to, do you have anything to plug besides that uh, hole in your neck? Um, I want to plug. Uh, you can follow She's me, She's looking Aaron around Keith. the room. Oh, okay. Uh, you can follow me, Erin Keefe 10, on Instagram. I'm also just still really into the podcast crushes. Um, you sh- should check it out. I'm. It's one of the gentlest, most lovely things that I listen to right now. So those are my two plugs. JBC, anything to plug? Uh, sure. I'll, I'll give uh, Seed my plug time to talk about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash HeyRiddleRiddle. We are getting closer. Um, and hey, by the time this comes out, we may have already hit it. Uh, to our stretch goal for, yeah, saddle, saddle. Um, and I'm very excited about that. So uh, please uh, sign up for our Patreon. Get us ever closer uh, to that uh, episode release. Addle, anything that you would like to plug? Ooh, yes. On Friday the 13th, which should be have passed by now, uh, I did a podcast with a um, friend of the show, Jeffrey Craner and Cecil Baldwin of Welcome to Night Vale. It's a podcast called Random Number Generator Horror Podcast Number 9. And we talked about the movie Friday the 13th Part 2, apropos because it came out on Friday the 13th. So please check out Random Number Generator Horror Podcast Number 9. And uh, we had a great time talking about this movie. Perfect. That sounds fun. I'm excited to listen Perfect. to Perfect. And uh, Clown Mom... Um, Now, people say that you're such a skilled assassin, you're not of this earth. Um, Where were you born? Hong Kong, Jupiter, goodbye. Bye forever. I'm not your mom, I'm a clown. Waka waka, kids. How many many episodes have you waka waka, kids? Get used to it. Because when you least expect it, that's when it goes away. Waka waka, kids. Hey there, MFKs. Back by popular demand, this week on the Patreon, we're playing Mary Fuck Kill. You can listen to that plus our entire back catalog by going to patreon.com slash heyriddleriddle and joining the Clue Crew for $5 a month or the Review Crew for $8 a month. See you there. That was a HeadGum Podcast.